1: It's
2: a grand old flag, it's a high flying flag, it's the Live on SENSA, welcome to Redlegs Radio for climate, air conditioning, and solar. South Australia's biggest Aiken dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Yes, welcome to another edition of Redlegs Radio. We're back for another week, and what a big week it's been in footy. Uh, and what a very important week it's going to be across, across the club for all teams for a whole number of reasons. But before we get into that, let's welcome our co-hosts for today. Uh, we've got Adrian Davies and Josh Teagle. Welcome, guys. Hello. How and are you? And girls. Good to be back. Uh, you've got Richard Kelly here. Dale Fleming is uh, over in Port
1: Lincoln. He's in the air, I think, right he's, now. He's in the air. He was doing anything that he possibly can to do a phone interview <laughs> in, but he's actually, I don't know whether it was deliberate, but we've planned that his flight he's was happening his, right he's now. He's timed his flight. So you're
2: stuck <laughs> with us tonight. Uh, we've got plenty to cover. Um Big weekend coming up for the club over in Port Lincoln. Yes. Um, big, big time for the club uh, at the moment for a whole number of reasons. And we'll, we'll get into that straight away, Josh, and I'll, I'll throw to you. Obviously, um, went down to Albany last week against Port Adelaide, hoping for a win to get us off the mark for the year. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, we're zero on five at the moment. Um, clearly, this week is going to be a massive week. Um for the
1: league team. But just give us a bit of a rundown as to what happened down there on
2: last Saturday afternoon. Yeah, it seems
1: like at this point of the week, Richard, every every week we say that it's got to be a big week this week because we need to get on the board, and that yes. is, uh, has we've, not we've changed. We've that a lot. Has not changed, unfortunately. We went down to Alberton on Saturday, as you said. Uh, cold, windy day. Um, shocking day, actually. Uh, we ended up um, losing by seven points, and score was 7-9, 51 to 8-10, 58, um, it was another improved performance um, from Norwood who um, have obviously struggled a bit this year um, at different times to compete with their opposition. But unfortunately, we're not looking for improved performances anymore. It's, it's time to get a win on the board um, at, at five, and, uh, five losses to start the season. Um, Port actually started very well in this game. Obviously, a young Port Adelaide side, um, not too many AFL-listed players, Playing, um, they kicked the first two goals. Bannon Lowe kicked uh, two late in the first term to really get the get the show rolling for us. Um, Twig, uh, our, our coach, Jade Rowling, said the damage was done in the second quarter. Uh, we were kicking with what was quite a strong wind towards the clubroom end, but we didn't manage to kick a goal, whereas Port kicked two. 15-point lead at half halftime. Um, we looked really good in the third quarter, uh, moved the ball really well against the breeze, kicked three goals, Goy Locke, who I want to talk about in a minute, kicked two of those Adrian's goals. I favourite, I think. Mm. Oh, that right? oh, clearly, yeah. <laughs> Is that your favourite player, AD?
0: He's my new favourite, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's an excitement <laughs> he machine. He had a few shots on goal. He had a few shots on goal. Matt Panos had a few shots on goal in that third quarter as well, but one of his kicks, it was blowing an absolute gale, and I think one of his kicks went up and almost went behind his head. It was one, it was that windy in that third quarter. He kicked one, though, uh, pushed really hard late. Uh, Locke kicked another goal. We uh, We took the lead. And I felt we had the game at that point when he took the lead, um, but Port managed to uh, kick three goals late, and uh, and took the win, uh, which was disappointing again for our our league side because um, we are now f- zero and five. Yeah, so there's obviously a lot of
2: talk on the street about us being zero and five, and similar to last year. Well, it's actually not similar to last year. We were, um, I think we were we were two and four. Coming into sort of round six, yeah. Um, so it, it yeah, clearly this week is is massive for the club to to get on the board because um, Westies. Uh, again, we'll get this to this in the in the preview of this week's game. But Westies are travelling all right.
1: They are. They are actually playing some really nice much, football.
2: Much improved, much improved team. So, um, do we have any um, any information on what the team will look like this week, Josh? Or?
1: No, I haven't. Haven't been told too many secrets just yet. Um, you haven't seen a
2: plane list as to who's on the plane and who's not on the plane. No,
1: oh, well, plane tickets and and selections are two different things, Richard. Of course, um, no, I'm not too sure that they train. Um, I think they're training out there now. That they'll select the team very shortly. Um, which which will be you know, keep an eye on our social media. It'll be uploaded there very yep. soon. Um, I thought Goylock was fantastic on debut AD. Um, kicked three goals, two from his eight disposals, took three very important marks, two mm. contested, um, seemed to find himself where all the important plays were.
0: Yeah, I think on his uh, Nord debut in round one with the reserves, he became a bit of a cult figure with a couple of late shots at goal. One eventually got the win and uh, I think he's got a bit of a crowd support behind him. So hopefully the Port Lincoln guys uh, and girls out there get around him there.
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, Nick Roker was very good again. Uh, Twenty-six disposals, eight tackles, and seven clearances. Tom Donnelly, down back. Tom Donnelly, solid. People's choice again, I believe. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we'll get to that later. But <laughs> yes, he was um, plenty of
2: support from Tasmania. But look, Tom's been excellent all year. If yeah. you look at his form, um, you know, is that got something to do with the way we're playing? Because uh, the ball spending a lot of time down, down in there our, in our back yeah. in our back
0: half. Yeah. He would probably rather not. Not being in the game, and yes. uh, yeah,
1: we'd rather a lot of our midfielders and forwards be yes. people's choice <laughs> yeah. at the moment. I feel like our midfielders stood up in the last couple of games, though, against um, uh, the Tigers a couple of weeks ago. Port Adelaide on the weekend. Um, we were getting smashed a little bit in there uh, to start the season and that's when Tom Donnelly was getting put right under the pump. The ball was coming in hot from very good positions on the ground um, and he, you know, the, the defence had to absolutely scramble every time it was going in. Whereas now we're actually getting some ball going our way. Uh, it's just probably lacking that that key forward target, which Goy was able to provide on, on Saturday, but no Callow... Um, no sermon as well. Uh, Panos came back in and uh, provided a good target. But, um, yeah, hopefully we can turn things around against West Adelaide. Yes, the injury list still looks a little bit long, mm. um, but fingers crossed we can we can turn that around. But let's get on to some brighter news from
2: last weekend. Yes. The Resies, a 62-point win over... Yes. Uh, it was against the Roosters. Yes, it um, was. Yes. They yes. kicked win. the last
1: eight goals of the game, actually. Wow. Um, wow. So that shows that when we click, and even in the league side um, throughout this year, we've we've gone on a few runs where we've kicked three, four goals in a row. It's just been few and far between. But it shows that when we get it right, we can actually score pretty nicely um, in the reserves game. It was pretty tight up until about midway through that last uh, third quarter, and then we just went berserk. Yeah, um, good to see yeah.
2: Sam Morris continuing good form. Hopefully he's back this week. Um,
0: it's probably good to note that we played – in the resies, we played Roosters two weeks yep. earlier and lost to them. So, a massive turnaround. Um, obviously, in ins and outs of both sides, but it's a massive uh, response from the boys. Yeah, Definitely.
2: Excellent. So, Sam Morris, he played well. Logan Evans dropped back yep. uh, from the league team, um, stood up. Um, And another youngster, Tyson Walls, who's come up from the under-18s last week, uh, was also in the best players.
1: And Leon Robertson kicked four goals uh, coming back from the league team. Yeah,
2: the the goals were pretty well spread, but that's Mm -hmm. a great result. Um, More good news. Um, The girls' team, uh, good win over the Eagles in the end. In the Um, end. (laughs) Got off to a fast start, Agent 4-1 to nothing in that first quarter. We only kicked another goal for the rest of the game. And the Eagles sort of edged their way back.
0: Yeah, it was an interesting game to watch. We thought probably at quarter time, uh, you'd never want to rule the opposition out, but we thought this was going to go nice, the afternoon's going to go well. Um, Eagles then came at us. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it proved to be a, a pretty interesting game to watch. Um, but, yeah, we got that last goal. I think that just probably put it too far out of eagle's yes. reach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they kicked one with about 90 seconds left and everything had to go right from there for them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we held on. It, yeah, it
1: shows, um, AD, that no one is easy to beat. You've got no. another challenge this weekend against West Adelaide to hopefully tie away our final spot. West Adelaide's on the bottom of the ladder but um, have a two-win, seven-loss and one-draw record. So everyone in this competition seems to be strong. I remember you playing them... Um, in Richmond uh, around, I don't know what, four or, four or five. Four yeah. Um, and they, they s- took it right up to you. That'll be tough.
0: Yeah, and, and dead right that you can't rule anyone out. Mm. Um, with the ins and outs we've had this year with AFL players coming in and out, state girls missing games, it's been very unpredictable. And on anyone's day, when their best 22 or 21 is out there, you, you don't know what you're going
2: to get. So, yeah, it's an interesting point. We talked about that last week with the AFLW girls going out of the competition. Mm. Um, obviously, a few changes for every club. Uh, In last week's game Um, You know Big upset with North beating South Who are top of the ladder That's obviously Unbalanced them a little bit From our perspective We lost five And we replaced them with Sort of five from our development team, which which can unsettle the team a little bit with some Well, I'll oh, correct you. We had, we had
0: five come in. Three of them have, were, were coming back in from the state program. Right, okay. So, yes. um, handy in. So, they'd been Very handy in. Yes. They'd been in. Yep. They'd, they'd gone, yep. gone out back in. Mm. Um, and then a couple of, yeah, a couple of more development players coming through. So, I think that that was a probably unsettling um in some capacity, but it also shows our depth that we've got girls yes. that are ready to come in yeah. and, and still get that win, still grind it out.
1: Gab yeah, a fast start. How's the feeling around the group at the moment, AD? I can tell you from the outside looking in, it would be much better than when you were zero and three after round three. Yes. Um, won six of the last seven, third on the ladder at the moment, two rounds to go before what hopefully is a finals campaign. Um, give us a little bit of insight into the group and what a winning run does.
0: Well, a winning run ha- happened because we were winning league and reserves for, yeah. for so many games. It just, the the vibe around the group, everyone, you know, got great numbers out at training, which means you can have solid trainings. You're hitting each other hard because you need to practice that. Um, realistically, we could finish top of the ladder still. We could also still miss the yeah. finals. So. It's not like we're putting the queue in the rack and we're we're getting ready for for a couple of weeks' time. Um, we're we're aiming for that that top spot. We're aiming for double chance. So one versus two is double chance. Um, three and four is is elimination. Mm. So we know where we want to be. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So important game against the Bloods. It's actually yes. Friday night at the parade. So for those not travelling to Port Lincoln, uh, the reserves are actually mm. playing. I think five ten mm. something like that. And then the SNFLW team at seven forty, so it'd be a great night of the parade. The weather looks magnificent, actually, for for here and in Port Lincoln. Yes. So get down and have a few few coopers. So look, well done to the SNFL girls team. Um, you're right, sitting third on the ladder. Another win will we'll hopefully lock it away. Yeah. yeah. And just to round out the weekend, the juniors as well, yes. 16s and 18s, they were at Prospect as well on Sunday. Um, 18s had a had a, a pretty solid win, mm-hmm. uh, which puts keeps them in touch with the five. Um, The 16s, uh, unfortunately, got done by about five goals in the end, uh, down the bottom of the ladder. But again, similar to – it's very tight, the actual junior competition. Another one or two wins will actually get them back in the finals. And again, we spoke last week about the change in the competition Mm -hmm. at the moment with the college system school footy being back and a lot of the players going out of the system and, and sort of being replaced.
1: It so, is a it is a crazy ladder. I'm just having a look at the mm. under-18s at the moment. Uh, we are sixth, but we're actually one win-off top spot. Mm. Um, so we're four and three, and we're same as the Eagles, South Sturton, and Glenelg, they're all four and three as well. Um, so it is anyone's game at the yeah, moment. Yeah,
2: the 16s are two and five, and only um, only one game out of the five. So, yeah. um they have uh, – who have they got this week? they got Westies as well. Yeah, well. Westies as well, the full um, sweep on at, Saturday. At, at High-sense stadium. So um, let's keep an eye on them. And, um, yeah, look, that's sort of the week that it has been. And, and as I said at the start, for a whole number of reasons, really important for the club this week. Obviously, the men's program need a win yeah. to get our season going. Girls' program needs to need one more win to set up some finals. Mm. And the, the 16s and 18s just need to win just to hang on. So – uh, big week uh, coming up this week, which we'll get to soon. So um, we're going to take a break now, guys. Um, we're going to get into some Air Peninsula talk oh, yeah. uh, sort of very soon. Uh, obviously, a big weekend there for the club, and uh, there's a lot happening um, over in Port Lincoln, a really important zone for us from a junior perspective and development perspective, uh, and also sort of what's happening there this weekend uh, for the club in general and, and sort of how it helps us uh, as a footy club. So, um, so stick around, everyone. We're going to talk to... Ben Tickle uh, from Tickle Wines sort of quite soon. No relation, Josh. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, and David Steckle as well. A lot of uh, our supporters out there might remember the name David Steckle, uh, former South Adelaide player. So he's over on the Air Peninsula as well, working over there and supporting, supporting our program. So uh, we'll talk to those guys after the break. But you're listening to Redlegs Radio. Thanks to our great supporters at Climate, Air and Solar. Um, we'll be back soon uh, with the next segment. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to PQSA, supporting and empowering South Australians living with spinal cord injury and other disabilities since 1963. Yes, welcome back to Red Legs Radio. You're the second quarter. Uh, and as you heard then, we've just got a new sponsor on board, Josh, PQSA. Excellent. Paraquad of South Australia. Support our uh, wheelchair program uh, and a few other programs that we've got going at the club. So, yeah. Um, uh, thank you very much to them to coming on board. Um, as we mentioned in segment one, uh, we've got a big weekend coming up in Port Lincoln uh, with the Tegel Cup coming up. Um, a lot of people on the plane at the moment. Yes. Uh, team is flying over tomorrow morning.
1: Absolutely. Now, we're taking a big big team of, um, of admin people over there as well as players and um, support staff and whatnot. I was in the office earlier today and it was just me and Ange, the reception <laughs> Um, Our receptionist holding the fort, fort. so all hands on deck. I'm going over tomorrow morning, and I am very much looking forward to it. We have got a massive, massive weekend ahead. Um, The game is obviously on Saturday, the Tickle Cup, uh, Nord versus West Adelaide at Centenary Oval. 2.10 PM. Uh, our players will be there. Tomorrow having a captain's run. They call it the Red Legs run, uh, from three thirty. So head out with your with your kids and um and and also go and see the, the the Norwood players having their final run before the game. Uh on game day we've got so much going on. There's a game day experience. Uh Richard, five hour food and drinks package on the sidelines. Go to the Sounds Norwood nice. Football Club website to purchase your tickets. There's gonna be a Farm tender, Dash for Cash, $500 AD. Are you sure you're not going so to be the I, might, cash. I might
0: be flying over to a Dash <laughs> for some cash. Dash for
2: cash. Ga- is that the local footy clubs putting a participant in?
1: Yes, so Bridges, uh, Port Bridges Lincoln Bible. Football League players, one rep from each club. Uh, cash and Pride is on the line, yeah. of course. Um, so that is going to be... Uh, very good. 100-metre sprint, uh, thanks to Farm Tender, $500 cash there. There's also a couple of curtain raises, Richard, uh, between some rep teams of the Port Lincoln Football League. Obviously, your halftime mini-league stuff. Um, opportunity to watch Norwood train, as I said. There's post-match dinners happening at uh, Port Lincoln Hotel. And our man Robbo, the talent manager, has been over on the EP all week doing football clinic school visits and also screening the Norwood FC Fordist documentary so it is going to be a massive week massive ahead well,
2: just before we head to our next guest Josh do you want to just give just give the people out there just a bit of an idea of some of the clients and, and partners that are supporting our program over in the Air Peninsula certainly
1: yep. can the Tickle Cup is proudly sponsored by Peter Tickle Wines who's um, the platinum and ro- naming rights partner of the event SA Grain Services Home Care Plus, City of Port Lincoln, Peter Kittle Toyota, Port Lincoln, McDonald's, Port Lincoln, um, Letcher Moroni, Accountants, Mellor Olsen Lawyers, Port Lincoln Hotel. And I left one off. You left one off. So everyone that's travelling to Port Lincoln this week,
2: please go and support um, those businesses that have helped, helped put this event on. Yeah. Uh, but the last uh, partner that we've got on board um, that we want to talk to today is the Community Bank of Port yes, Lincoln. Yes, that's who
1: I left Bendigo off. Bendigo
2: Bank. And we're going to introduce David Steckle to the program. David, who is heads up the Bendigo Community Bank at uh, Port Lincoln. Welcome, David. How are you, boys? Very well, thank you. Now, for our listeners out there, David Steckle, um, former Panthers player, Josh, yes. um, on Red Legs Radio. So, you know, we, we're, we're all friendly once we all retire from footy. So, <laughs> hey, David, thanks for coming on board, mate. Um Two hundred sixty-seven no, games for the Panthers between eighty-five and, and ninety-seven. Um, do you remember the playing days, mate? Yeah, it seems a long time ago seems now. A, it does seem a um, long
3: time ago? It is, uh, yeah. and you know, when you sort of say ninety-seven, it's uh, it sort of hard. It seems like yesterday top thing. You remember? It yeah. You remember it quite a bit, but you usually you forget a lot, a lot as well. But we from just a quick South Adelaide thing. We had a uh, South Adelaide Central's first game of the year, and we had a big past players function down there that was really good. And to get back and. I saw a 1988 team that I was playing, in. I think there was 15 out of the 40-odd that were in that picture. So it was a really good thing to catch up with those old boys and uh, tell some stories just to uh, so we can relive a few memories. We didn't have too much success in those days, but the friendships you make out of it is uh, a big part of it. So yeah, great absol- to uh, get back there then, and looking forward to the Nord boys coming over this weekend. Yeah,
2: that's what it's all about, uh, catching up with old teammates. And, and fingers crossed there's a few of our old sort of teammates over there. Chris Prime lives over in... Port Lincoln, David. So you might catch up he's with just him. Up the big road tractor, a bit. just up the road. So he might be floating around there somewhere. And I'm sure. I know a few of our past players are actually travelling over this week. So it, it is it is quite yeah, good okay. to catch up with old teammates, but also you know people you played against, and you know you had yeah. battles battles on the field, but it's good to relive them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, last year, yeah, we well, tracked. Uh, Primary was definitely down. Caught up with him. Um, who came over? Lester Ross and yeah, Clayby Lester, and uh, Doug Fleming. Yep. They, that's dangerous. Um,
2: <laughs> look out, Paul Lincoln. A good man,
3: Brendan. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I look forward to catching up with those boys, um, and just a, a great initiative from from your football club and being as you reeled off the sponsors there. Just so well accepted over here, and hoping we can turn on some decent weather for you. Have you boys heard the forecast? I'm not sure what the weather's doing. Hopefully, it's looking it's, uh, beautiful and dry, and yeah, nice, beautiful. Yeah. Um, now nice to have here. 21 degrees, I think. No rain, so be a bit more of that, and um, it can be because it was a Beautiful day last year. I remember the sun was shining and it was bloody just about too warm for a game of footy. So hopefully we can uh, turn on a bit of that again.
1: We will certainly take too warm. It was freezing at Alberton on Saturday. (laughs) Um, Now, Community Bank, obviously a big uh, supporter of the Norwood Football Club and particularly this game and also some junior programs and uh, talent um, management sort of stuff over there. Um, Talk us through your involvement in in the junior programs, Um, obviously the EP being our, uh, our recruiting zone. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no. You, um, the North Football Club is doing a great job, and we um, um, hitched our wagon uh, when you boys came, when you fellas came on board. So um, I'm the business development manager here, and in conjunction with uh, Rick Schrouder and and Flemmo, um, we're a sponsor of the Nord Football Club, um, assisting with what you guys do over here, and and pathways to football, uh, boys, girls, whoever. Um, the Duke of Edinburgh Awards which is uh, an assistance to uh, anyone through your programs that uh, for development and it doesn't have to be a sporting development, development of anyone that comes through but primarily to help out the Nord Football Club as much as we can and get as many EP boys over playing with you guys at the minute I know there's, there's plenty and uh, Hopefully, we can keep sending them across.
0: Sending over the boys and the girls. Um, in the, in the boys coming and girls. Years. <laughs> I did
3: mention the girls, absolutely. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes, um,
0: yes. Compared to when you were coming through the junior ranks, what what does it look like now? The pathways in these rural areas, country zones.
3: Oh, uh, so different. I was uh, Kangaroo Island boy. Um, we were South Adelaide's district. That's how I ended up there, and that was really a case of a recruiting guy coming over to Kangaroo Island in '84, watching our grand final over there. Uh, when I went OK and said, what about coming across? I was 19 and thought, well, that sounds like a good idea for a couple of years and 13 years later was still there and then lived in Adelaide for another or a couple of years after that and then uh, opportunity to come in Port Lincoln to come across. But just the, the work that's done in the, the development is just is chalk and cheese, and I'm going back a generation. Um, but just the work that's done, the assistance to uh, to young boys, girls, to uh, to follow that pathway is enormous and, uh, and Norwood from... Um, not from a third-hand observer, but someone that looks at it reasonably closely, uh, you guys do it as good as anyone. So we're very happy to have Nord on board uh, for the EP over here.
2: And David, just the just the teams over there, I mean, how many teams in the actual local competition? And are you still involved in footy over there yourself?
3: Yeah, I'm sort of back uh, assistant coach to uh, my team I came across here, I ended up here in 99 and uh, I played for 12, 13 odd years with Tasman uh, B grade and then uh, sorry, A-grade player, coach, um, assistant coach, played a bit of B-grade. Um, there's six teams in Port Lincoln, so the Port Lincoln Football League, six. Great Flinders has got seven. That's Cummins and Tumby Bay, yep. Locke, uh, Yolanda, Elliston. Then you've got the Far West. Um, I think that's the Western Zone now, which is Sajuna, uh, Streaky Bay are in there now. Um, that league, and then the Eastern Air, which is Cam- uh, Cleve, Kimber, <laughs> Um, uh, the the, the cow uh, across that side. So it's a couple of leagues. There was a merger last year. We're sort of feeling the pinch a bit um, in regards to players. There's a lot of old boys still playing B grade. A couple of clubs are doing it pretty tough and there's been mergers, but that's no different to any Uh, Rodney Maynard, like sort of legendary Nord football. I think that league over there has sort of had their merger as well. So, uh, it's, it's everywhere which is hard but the, the footy clubs work ultra hard to, to keep everything going it's, it's a lifeblood don't have to tell anyone that lives in the country yep. your football club is just uh, it's just where people head to to catch up especially in these days uh, post-COVID and times are tough and it's where you can go have a beer catch up with some mates and it's just important that we keep them going so it's, it's bloody hard in a couple of areas um, but yeah the pulling footy, footy league is pretty strong and um, great Flinders as, as well um, and yeah, we just need to keep uh, as many footy clubs alive as we can.
1: Is there a bit of a buzz around the town at the moment, uh, David? With, with Norwood coming over to play a game in in, in their hometown?
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, and especially when you've got um, uh, Binder and Tahini and uh, Kennelly. I sort of don't know him all that well, but yep. um, I was a bit disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nick Pedro played last year and I sort of coached Nick Pedro for about five years in juniors over here and know him, him and the family pretty well and it's so disappointing to hear the news with him with his concussion issues and that sort of thing. It was great to catch up with him last year but um, uh, yeah, it was great to see those lads um, come on board and then some youngsters as well. There's young Josh Bradford. I know his old man pretty well playing in the twos. In the twos, um, yeah. Yeah, at the minute. Um, but yeah, I'd, you wouldn't believe it went out for a uh, dinner for a 21st last night at the Tasman Hotel. Standing behind me, there was a group of four lads, and they were talking about the SNFL. They are talking about North and West Adelaide this weekend. So I'm, I'm thinking, where it's spread, and uh, based on last year, hopefully it's just as, as successful and um, we get plenty along.
2: Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's great to hear, David. And this is what the event's all about it's trying to get um, the community sort of behind footy. As you said, footy is really important for communities where they come together on the weekend. And yep. hey, uh, David, we thank you for your time. We hope to see you at the game. Uh, on the weekend. And, I will be there. And Absolutely. after 25 years of footy, mate, I hope the body's still holding up well. <laughs> to go oh, no, over mate, to Port planning. Lincoln and no, no, no. play another 12, 12 years uh, once you finish league <laughs> footy, your, your body must be.
3: Yeah, I was still, I was yeah. 45 last year at Vigo. When was that? 2010. I was feeling wow. the pinch a bit then and yeah. training the other night, I tried to run a couple of laps and did a calf. So I think, yeah. uh, I think yeah. my time's up.
2: Stick to the coaching box. Hey, thanks a lot, yeah, David. It. And uh, no, thanks, thanks again for your support of the program. And, um, have a great weekend. Hope you see it at the footy, and fingers crossed the Red Tigers can no. get a win.
3: Yeah, you boys
2: are due. Yeah, we're, we're, we're overdue. <laughs> thanks, overdue. David. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for your Thank time, you. David. <laughs>
3: right, yeah. Good, good on you. On mate.
2: you. Cheers. Bye. Uh, this is David Steckel from Bendigo Bank Community Bank. Um, that's the end of segment two. Yes. Um, as he said, it's look, it's, it's a really important event for the community. Mm. Uh, it sounds like they're uh, right behind it, mm. The weather's going to be good. Fingers crossed, we can get a great crowd there. Uh, on the weekend. And a win. And a a win. (laughs) And a win. Uh, You're listening to Red Legs Radio, thanks to Climate Air and Home Care, PQSA, one of our partners in Port Lincoln. Uh, You're listening to Red Legs Radio. We'll be back uh, with the third quarter in just a minute. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to PQSA, supporting and empowering South Australians
4: living with spinal cord injury and other disabilities since 1963.
2: Welcome back to Red Legs Radio. You're with Richard Kelly and Josh Teekle. Adrian, our other co-host, has just had to duck out for a second. Yes. So it's just Josh and I for the third quarter, um, as we mentioned on the um, opener just there. Uh, thanks very much to our um, sponsor for this program, Um PQSA, Home Care Plus, uh, which is actually one of our uh, partners down at Port Lincoln as well for the game down there. But obviously a big weekend for the club coming up. Um, Weather's looking cracking. Unbelievable, yes. Looking excellent for both um, games here in Adelaide and down in Port Lincoln. If you still need a ticket, you can jump on the Nord website, nordfc.com.au. Top right-hand corner tickets. Uh, They're cheaper online if you want to pre-purchase and it'll be emailed straight to your phone. You can get them at the gate. You can park, if you're driving over, you can park inside the ground as well. I believe at the southern end. I'm not sure if you can watch the game from the, from your car. Uh, your, your windscreen might cop, cop a <laughs> couple of balls on it. But anyway, um, so you jump on the website and have a game. We've got plenty of stuff happening game day as well. We certainly
1: do. Also head on to the website if you are interested in the game day experience. Richard, this sounds unbelievable. I'm taking a ticket. <laughs> $100 gets you entry into the ground. Um, Peter Teekel wines are going to be served There's grazing plates. And uh, we thought no better person to get on the line than uh, Ben Teakel, the managing director of Peter Teakle wines and teak Corp. Um, Welcome to Redlegs Radio, Ben, um, and it's going to be a fantastic weekend in Port Lincoln.
4: Yeah, well, Thanks a lot, guys. Nice to be on. Uh, really excited to be involved again. Should be a great weekend.
2: Now, obviously, Teacle Wines are the naming rights um, partner of our our program. We've got the, we're playing for the Tika Cup, Ben. What's the mood like in Port Lincoln this weekend?
4: Uh, everybody's uh, buzzing at the moment Everyone uh, loved last year it was, uh, it was a really successful weekend And uh, as you guys know Everyone on the EP loves their footy So uh, being able to have uh, two uh, Sample teams over here to, to, to play A game at Centenary Oval, everyone's excited
2: Now this is your second year involvement In, the, uh, in our program Ben How did it come about for you uh, and, and why did you choose to be um, Partnering this, this, particular, this particular Game?
4: Uh, our family's been involved in the wine industry a long time so it actually came about through a a good relationship between Wolf Blass uh, another strong Redlegs supporter yes. and, uh, <laughs> and my dad Peter Peekle yeah. so uh <laughs> there was uh, a game that needed to that, that, that uh, Redlegs wanted to get more involved in the EP with a footy program and uh yeah we we jumped at the opportunity to get involved and uh yeah last year was was really successful we loved it
1: Fantastic, and it's coming back next year. Is it important to lock it in for three years and make sure we do it um, the right way and, and really strive towards nailing it the, the, you know, this year and, and next year as well?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Our hopes for many more than three years. Yeah. We've, uh, we've loved it so far. We're, we're, we're big fans of the red legs and uh, uh, have had a lot of fun with it so far as well. So, uh, yeah, much more than three years is, is our hope, and uh, I'm sure that'll happen.
1: Fantastic. And what is your involvement, uh, your and your, your, your winery's involvement over the next few days? I know there's a, an event happening at your uh, cellar door tomorrow night. And, um, yeah, what else is going on uh, from your point of view? Uh,
4: so, yeah, we're, we're going to host the, uh, the, the pre-match function uh, up at our, our restaurant, the line and label, tomorrow night, which should be good fun. Um, we'll take the guys for a bit of a tour through the winery, which has uh, just finished up vintage for this year. Uh, and then, yeah, we've got the... Uh, a game day experience at, at, at Tenery over, which will be good fun. Which uh, hopefully some uh, some listeners can join us uh, join us there as well. We'll be serving some uh, some Peter Thickle wines, uh, namely our, our Riesling from this year, which is which is bloody great, and uh, uh, our Shiraz is, is one of our favourites as well. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it. So you
2: said you had a good vintage this year. Was it a good crop?
4: Yeah, absolutely, it was. Yeah, no, it's, uh, our white wines especially have come up really nice. We're uh, excited to uh, to showcase them later on this year. Um, but uh, yeah, our ones uh, our ones from last year's vintage are, are drinking really well, and uh, look forward to sharing with them with with uh, with some punters this weekend.
2: So South Australia is obviously known for its for its wine regions. Everyone sort of talks about the Barossa and the Clare Valley and the Coonawarra and McLaren Vale. You know, Port Lincoln not so much. Uh, the, the growing conditions in Port Lincoln, they must be conducive to the Riesling and the Shiraz that you've produced?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Port Lincoln in, in the Air Peninsula is known for uh, really high-quality grain uh, and and cropping, um, less known for wine. But what we've created so far and, and some of the other uh, vineyards over here have created some really, really beautiful wine. So cool climate, not unlike Adelaide Hills. Um, and uh, a few hints of, of places like the Coonawarra with some of the uh, the souls as well, but yeah, really nice Shiraz and uh, yeah Riesling Chardonnay Sauv Blanc. Pretty much anything over here grows really well, so uh, yeah, it's a growing region for sure.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be obviously you mentioned cool climate. Got it's got, but it's gonna be a beautiful day on Saturday to drink some uh, Peter Tinkle Peter Tinkle wines on the sidelines. Um, now, big supporter of local community events. Um, I believe there's a, an auto sprint and a Tinkle yacht race. Um, why is it important to you to to get give back to the community uh, in the way of uh, this game um, and also those other events?
4: Uh, we, we're really passionate about about sport in general, uh, but also, you know, community-led stuff to, to try and give, you know, uh, showcase you know, good events over here as well as give opportunity to, to young people to get involved so you know the Mortlock Shield um, you know which is a again a big footy carnival over here I'm, I'm a massive footy fan myself that's something that we've been involved in for a while now and, and uh, my dad's had a lot of ties to sailing so you know we run a mentor program where uh, we give uh, young kids the opportunity to learn to sail to to Create the next generation of sailors. So we just try and get involved in as many community things as we can to, uh, you know, to, to give some opportunity and to, to to really encourage people to get involved. And as you know, it's the best thing about sport is it brings people together. And and uh, yeah, we we love being involved that way. Well, Ben,
2: thanks very much for joining us on Red Legs Radio. Um, it's great to have you guys on board as a, as a partner of this uh, this crucial event um, yeah, for the Nord Footy Club, but also for the region um, down there in Port Lincoln to make sure that we can provide some great engagement and some good pathways for junior players to, to realize their, uh, their potential. So again, thanks very much. And for all our listeners out there, uh, make sure you support Tika wines when you're in Port Lincoln. I've had a look at the website, Josh, um, you know, the line and label restaurant looks magnificent. Mm. So if you're ever in Port Lincoln, Ben, I'm sure you can, you can attest to the line and label restaurant as a, as a great experience for people.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot for uh, having me on guys. Looking forward to a great weekend. And yeah, uh, Seeing some uh, some more people over here in uh, the Air Peninsula.
2: Great, thanks a lot, Ben. Um, big weekend, Josh. Um, we have we've said it once, we've said it twice, we've said it three times. Really important weekend for the club. Uh, we need to get off the mark, and yeah. uh, it's great to hear so much um, happening in Port Lincoln yeah. and, and the community buzz around it as well. Uh, that um, you know, it seems to be uh, certainly a great event and. If you haven't been last year and you're not going this year we'll put it in your diary for next year yeah uh,
1: because it's um, you know, a great part of the calendar now yep. for the Nord Footy Club. Definitely, of course, we do need to get a win, but these events, that the you know the regional games, there's a, there's a number of them in the across the Sandful. Uh, we go to the EP, which is our recruiting zone, but there's other games in in other regional areas, and uh, those games certainly seem like it's it's a lot more than the game itself. Uh, massive injection into the local economy and creates a real buzz around the the local community, which is uh, really important.
2: Don't forget to get on the Nord website if you go into the game. Uh, buy your tickets on nordfc. dot uh, That's the end of the third quarter. Uh, thanks for listening to Redlegs Radio. We'll be back in a minute to talk more specifically about the Tecal Cup and and our chances against West Adelaide. Uh, you're listening to Redlegs Radio. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar and PQSA. We'll be back in a second. It's a grand old flag, it's a high flying flag, it's the M4B. Live on SENSA. Welcome to Redlegs Radio, for climate, air conditioning and solar. South Australia's biggest Aiken dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Welcome back to Redlegs Radio. You're with Richard Kelly and Josh Teakle uh, for the last quarter. Um, hopefully some of you may be listening to us while you're driving over to Port Lincoln. Um, sort of right now after work on a, on a Thursday night or um, just about to jump on a plane or perhaps the ferry. Uh, tomorrow morning, but the weather looks um, cracking, sensational. Uh, certainly tonight, from a training point of view, beautiful night on the track to train, and uh, and you know what a better spectacle you get on Saturday. I think it's 22 degrees, Josh, over in Port Lincoln, yep. uh, while we take on Westies uh, for the Tickle Cup. Um, certainly, Westies, if you look at their side, um, you know they're sitting at one and four on the ladder. Um, you know the last couple of years hasn't been great for Westies, no. but they're certainly on the improve, and you know. As we said before, we need a win. Uh, But this, again, this is not a game that we can take lightly. You look at it at the start of the year and you go, well, we'll just pencil it in for a win. But, you know, Westies have been travelling okay. Their biggest loss has been by 33 points to the Crows. Um, And other than that, um, they've always been within a couple of goals of most teams and beat South Adelaide sort of a couple of weeks ago. So, um, uh, look, certainly... uh, a game, we must, a game we must win.
1: Definitely. that They're a team that's very young on paper, but they play with a lot of spirit, which uh, cannot be discounted um, at all, Richard. So don't have teams just yet. The selections are happening right now, I believe. Um, so uh, keep an eye towards our website and also our social media uh, when they do pop up.
2: Any injuries from last week, Josh, that will
1: force I d- some changes? don't think that there were... Uh, I remember asking Twig after the game. He said it was a pretty clean bill of health um, from that in particular game. Uh, Jackson Callow came out of the side the week before. Obviously, Matt Panos came, came in. in, as did Pierce Seymour. Um, Panos was very important, particularly sort of after halftime. He had a few shots on goal. Would have kicked a couple more if it wasn't for the, the very strong wind that was going uh, towards the bowling green end, um, so yeah, hopefully we, we we continuously get a few few players back. Um, I know Corey um, Stockdale was a couple of weeks away, and the, the likes of that, so the uh, long injury list, but uh, slowly getting players back into the team. Yeah, I think looking at the
2: reserves last week, I reckon I'd expect Sam Morris to come back in. Yeah, um, certainly his form the last two or three weeks has been has been outstanding. Yeah, Logan Evans went back. Um, into the reserves, obviously Twig was looking at a, a few things that he needed to work on. Yeah. Uh, potentially, um, he yeah.
1: yeah. may he may come back in as well. Yeah. Another big forward, Lamb Robinson, who I said off the top was um, he big kicked forward. four goals in the reserves as well. So reserves guys had a very very good win over North Adelaide, um, which is which is great signs and pushing for selection into the league side. So
2: yeah, fingers crossed we can we can get over the line there in Port Lincoln. Just a few other things happening on the weekend um, before we sort of finish off tonight, Josh. Um, anyone that's not travelling to Port Lincoln, um, head to Cooper Stadium on Friday night. We've got the reserves playing 5:10, followed by the, um, the women's team at 7:40.
1: Yep, and it's a, it's a big pl- It's a big game for a few players in particular. Um, obviously, EP is our recruiting zone has been since 2015, um, and we've got a number of players. I think 11 or 12. On our senior men's list, we've got two um, at least on our women's list, that being Suchi Syme and um, Amelia Rusden from the EP. But I spoke to these players uh, during the week, Jacob Kennelly, Ben Jarvis, Tristan Binder and Cam Tahini. They're absolutely pumped uh, to play over on the EP, Uh, obviously playing junior footy over there. Um, Lots of, like, being good footballers, they... A lot of them played A-grade at a young age, um, and and they're very passionate EP boys. I I believe Jacob Kennelly won a premiership with the Cummins Ramblers just before he came over to play for Norwood, so they're very much entrenched in uh, what's going on over on the EP. I know Tristan Binder keeps a very close eye on what's going on with his Boston Tigers um, I spoke to them all um, during the week and put a video up on our Instagram and Facebook page. So go and have a look at that. They're excited. Yeah,
2: well, it's great for those players. They don't get the chance to play in front of uh, family and friends much. So um, getting back to their, well, let's call it their their local club, yeah. even though Port Lincoln and, uh, and their clubs around it sort of is, is quite vast. But with family and friends, they able to come along. Um, a great atmosphere, I, I would think. You know, if we can get two and a half three thousand 3,000 people there, at the game on the weekend, cars parked around, it looked great on TV. Yep. It looks like the weather's going to be magnificent. So uh, so please get along and, and support
1: support the boys. Definitely. Just recapping a few things. Uh, our Tickle Cup is proudly sponsored by uh, Peter Tickle Wines, Community Bank, Port Lincoln, SA Grain Services, Home Care Plus, City of Port Lincoln, Peter Kittle Toyota, uh, Port Lincoln, McDonald's, Port Lincoln, Letcher Moroni Accountants, Mello Olsen Lawyers and the Port Lincoln Hotel, where I will be staying Beautiful.
2: Um, well, it, it, I mean, thanks very much to those those partners that have come on board. You, if you think about it, it's not a cheap exercise to put on an event like this. No. We've got to fly the players over, West Adelaide over. You do the maths on that. Yeah, uh, it's quite significant, but it's really important for us from an engagement point of view. From um, you know, working our region. Supporting our region Mm -hmm. and and some tourism in the region is is magnificent.
1: Definitely. And our events um, manager, Sarah, has done a huge amount of work uh, with with booking all this stuff. So shout out to her. Uh, Big weekend ahead, as we've said. Game is on Saturday afternoon in uh, Centenary Oval. Um, We've got two curtain raises. We've got the Dash for Cash, thanks to Farm Tender. Uh, Game day experience, which I'm very excited about. Go watch the boys train tomorrow at uh, Centenary Oval from 330 Few A snap, um, few Snapchats, I'm sure you can get with them, and selfies and whatever whatever else the, the kids do these days. Um, and then uh, dinner's back at the Port Lincoln Hotel post game. So, Richard, very exciting stuff. Can't wait to get over there. Righto, Fortis
2: Army, let's get back on board. Let's make sure we get a win this week. Uh, thanks for tuning into Red Legs Radio again. Uh, thanks to Climate Solar and Air Conditioning and our other sponsor, Paracord SA. Go the Red Legs, and we'll see you soon.
0: Every heartbeat.